This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U of Podcast. We are so excited to be here because we have a very special announcement. That's right, people. We are doing a tour across this great nation. The U Up Live is coming to a city near you. You asked. Let me. You asked. We you got it. What is it? You got. I, I want see it. it. I like it. I want it. I got it. That's the U Up tour. You listened to it. You wanted it. You got Got it. it. You like it. We want it. And you got to get those tickets because we're coming to your town. We we should take over for Ariana Grande's (laughs) tour too. We got it down. We got it down. We're ready to go. That is tough to change the verbiage (laughs) of that song. Listen, we're coming to your town. Here are the the dates. Here are the deets. Here are the deets. Here are the dates. Here are the cities. Okay. And if you know, if you live in this, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we've done live podcasts. We've been testing out the format. We want to make sure that these are events that are coming to your town. The carnival is coming. Bring the crew. Bring the people that don't listen, the people that do listen, the people that you listen with. We want anyone that you have fun with at these shows because if you go back and listen to the U Up Lives that we've done already, those are the test grounds. Those are the ones we were getting a show ready. Those are the ones making sure that your dollar was going to go towards a great uh, experience. And we take that very, very seriously. We're coming to these cities, okay? In August, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. In August. That's coming up soon. October, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville. November, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Boston, uh, December, L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, uh, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. Wow. That's more yeah. cities than I know. That is a <laughs> whole... That's a tour, baby. Yeah. We're, We're coming in. to your city. I'm excited. You pumped? I'm very excited. This is going to be so much fun. I'm going to a lot of cities that I've never been been to before. Which one on that list are you like perks? You, you know, know, I've been to a lot of these towns and, and I'm like, I'm pumped to go back. I've done comedy in a lot of these places. It is, it is such a different. And listen, I want to. I haven't been to so many of these cities. I feel like a have loser. You been, you've been to Austin. I've been to Austin. I've been to Dallas. I can't wait. Vancouver. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Detroit. I love Detroit. I love Motown. Cleveland. We're coming to you. Not Nobody's excited I'm, about going there. I, we are. We are. I've never been there. there listen. Hot we, in Cleveland. This is going to be a great time. And then let me reiterate something. This is the live podcast we have been working on for literally years to make it worth the cost of admission. We have a show that is fully planned. We're going to be doing dating app makeovers. We'll be doing deal reveals. There'll be a new segment. There'll be new segments. Awkward sex. Awkward sex. Red flag deal breakers. We're bringing you on stage with your questions. We have a fun show that you're going to want to bring friends, coworkers, the all the people 
that go, I'm not a podcast. Per-. No, 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 no. They're a live show person. They're a fun night out person. Bring them. Bring them. This is a community event. The person you went on three dates with. But bring now that you, guy. So now you have something to talk about. That's right. This is an event. If you go back and listen to the live shows we've done, they're fun and they're about energy. So we want you coming with the crew. Here's what we're doing. Pre-sale starts for you right now, okay? So because you're listening to the show, a lot of you, a lot of you get upset because sometimes we put them on sale and they sell out before you even know they exist. Well, they exist now, baby, and you can get tickets now pre-sale before everyone else. Just because you listen to this podcast on time, we will not put it out on social media. We will not do a swipe up. We will not do a tweet. I will not whisper it into a cave with a bear sleeping in it. I will not touch anything. It's only getting announced right here, right now. Until Friday. Until Friday. When it goes on sale to the rest of the losers who didn't listen to this episode. And they're going to have to compete with everyone else to get their tickets in time. They're going to be fighting like Jordana did with her sisters to get food at the table. That's going to be them. So listen, to get the pre-sale tickets, go to Betches.co slash UUPTOUR. That's Betches.co slash UUPTOUR. Betches.co slash UUPTOUR. Promo code... UUP Live. That's U Up Live. That is the promo code to, to get put it in. pre-sale tickets. That gets you first dibs on tickets before they go out to the general masses on Friday morning. Exactly. That's when we start. So if you want to guarantee yourself a ticket, get it before then. And let me read the cities again: Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Toronto, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, Washington. Philadelphia, Boston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. I feel like I'm taking a geography test. That's going to be great. Right. We're coming across this great nation. I'm very, uh, I'm very I excited. I love a tour. I love it. We love this podcast and we are excited to bring it to your city. And doing them live, it's it is a time. It feel you can feel, feel the energy. The energy in the room. The room is shaking. People are excited. They want to talk about it. They want to have their questions answered. We do the dating app makeovers. The the deal reveals. We're translating your texts from guys and girls. Going into and doing the red flag deal breaker. We're gonna have special guests. It's all happening, and all of these places is one night only. Yeah, and so you better get your tickets. Um, and. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. That's it. I mean, we're very excited. I mean, it's coming quick. August 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. That's our first run of cities. Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Toronto, Miami. Oh, no, no, no. Miami's in October. But Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. I've been hearing from Toronto people. I have a feeling those are going to be wild. I hear Toronto is a great city. I've never been there either. Great town. Wow. Love Toronto. Love T-Town. So let's get into the show. Very excited to be here. Very excited about that announcement. This is great. I know. And we're excited to see you guys, you guys on stage. You can submit stuff. We're going to bring ever bring people on stage again, dating at makeovers, the whole thing. Um, But the important thing is not going to regret getting the, bring the whole brunch table, bring the group chat. That's what it's all about. Um, You know, Jordan and I have done these live shows. We, we see, when people, we know when there's crews having a good time. You know, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. And you can feel the energy, and people, you know, we're all we're all the different, and we're all the same. So we're all the best is when someone comes up to me after and they go, "I brought like all my friends, and they 
all were like they were like we don't listen to podcasts and then they're like now they're in that happens to me after most shows like yeah. every show i have people they 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 couldn't they, believe it they didn't right. know they, they finally didn't think it would gave be that. in they finally gave in i beat them into submission yeah that's right podcasts are like the internet that's Everyone right thought they didn't need to be on it <laughs> no and no. now now you're now lost look at it. where are you now exactly so listen, Betches, get involved. I'll announce it one more time. Betches.co slash UUP tour. That's Betches.co slash UUP tour. Promo code UUP live. That's UUP live. That's UUP live. To get pre-sale tickets, Friday, 10 a.m., we start pushing. Yeah, so you better get them before. You have until tomorrow night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There we go. So what's going on? How you been? What's going on? What, what, what are we talking on? about today? It's on a, I was on a Miami Bachelorette. Yep. The, how you? I'm you rocking guys, the Bachelorettes. Is there, do you have a, a fund that you're dipping into? There's a ba- everyone, does everyone have to have a travel Bachelorette That's party? Very funny. My, my brother actually said to me, he's like, I told him I was going on this trip. He's like, oh. I didn't like, even know Miami was coming. I heard he, Tulum. I heard of the other ones. He's this like, is, that's so great because you and your friends, you haven't hung out in, uh, in a big trip in about two or three weeks. So. <laughs> like, like, is it the same group in every one? It's pretty much the same group, actually. Yeah. And it's w- the same group. Do you guys look at each other and go, now we That we're- just goes to show you the power of the domino effect of engagements. Yeah, well, that's, they're just like once they start coming, they don't start. They stop don't coming. stop. They don't. They, and then is there anybody? What? Are, I mean, I've asked this before. The single girls, yeah. are they out in Miami? Are they hooking up? What are they doing? Not a ton of hooking up, but they are out. They're having fun. Um, I the best when I see. So I was in Miami the week before. The best is when I see two bachelorette parties see each other. Yeah. And, and it they're be, all like, who's the better? Who's the better? Bad? And it's literally they sit and stare at each other like it's like there's a a, a two way mirror. Like yeah. they know they know they're looking at each other. And it's just like you see like the you know, they're doing the mime across the mirror. Like whose the, hats say yeah. the more clever, interesting thing. The two the two uh, girls whose that are bridal getting, sash looks dumber. Yeah. The two uh, the two the two fiancés, the two girls that are getting married are in white. Everyone else is in black angry right you know like it's just like it's like looks like two mimes doing the I mirror to, say, to each other i love a good girls trip i love a bachelorette party we went on a boat i had an amazing time but it's so funny because like i hate all other bachelorette parties if i'm ever <laughs> around them like i was i took a flight by myself because yeah. i went in a little early okay and there was another bachelorette party like on my flight sure and i was like these fucking annoying girls which is like me like three three hours later that's my motto in life and they made a they had a they had a little like announcement on the plane they're like really we just want to say congratulations to jesse who's getting hitched Uh, like next week Um, did people clap people were clapping i was like oh oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna be part of this that's you in like yeah i have this motto in life everything sucks until i'm doing until i'm doing it exactly (laughs) it's like that saying like um everything is a competition and unless i'm losing and then fuck you not everything is a competition exactly that's the same exact premise in there (laughs) i i i just say you know it is an amazing People, comics say this a lot at live shows that they stand ups are like, oh, like someone will go like we'll be watching people come into the show and they'll like someone. One of the comics that's on the show will be like, there's a bachelorette party. It's like everyone does the same. Like, oh, here we go. Because the thing about bachelorette parties and bachelor parties is that it again, everything sucks until it's me doing it is that they all think they're the only ones that have ever had a bachelorette party. Right, bachelor exactly. Party. They all 
perf- it's almost performative. Like right. they, and they're annoying to everyone except for everyone themselves. is against yes. them except them. So I don't know. It's uh, it's good to have you back. It's fun though. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Good. I was just it's good in, to be here. I was just in Providence and Maine. Yeah, those would be two good bad. You're getting Here's the like, thing: there's so uh, many bad New Englandy. Well, that here. was I'm I'm on tour. I uh, just like we're gonna be. Yeah, I'm I'm going around the country. I've been opening for Michelle Wolf. Her, if you don't follow Michelle Wolf right she's now, she's great. She's so funny. Get involved now. You're gonna be happy to be holding. You know, she's a big famous person now, but. You'll be holding the rookie card before, you know, her special comes out because it's going to be unbelievable. Um, I'm coming to, you know, and then, you know, just been seeing the country, with, you know, with her and opening for her and making sure, you know, I'm like the the person who sets the table. Yes. I got to make sure the crowd is into it. And they've had a couple drinks. And exactly. I'm, You're the host. The host. A hostess get, getting, like in a restaurant. That's right. Getting yes. everyone sat, settled. Sometimes they're listening. Sometimes they're just waiting for Michelle. Sometimes people that like this podcast come, which is fun. And they're like, you can hear them woo, which is always nice. But it's, you know, and then I go up and, you know, sing Dance and Dust. And then I'm like, okay, let's. You know, get get them as primed Jer- as possible. Jared is a great, great opener. I try my best. I, he does I, a, yeah. And a great just general show also. Well, also. we're going to bring it's that all. energy to these You Up shows. You're going to love them. We're they're have a they're great awesome. Time. And if you if you guys haven't purchased, we have these Red Flag or Deal Breaker cards. Um, you can buy them at our shows or you can buy them now online. Go to Betches.co slash Red Flag. They are so much fun to play with people if you're on, in Did like you a bring summer them to house. The bachelorette? Uh, I forgot. That could, bre- that could make trouble on the bachelorette party. Right, because you're like, oh, my fiance does that. That's yeah. not work. Right. <laughs> and one, and all the girls girl sitting there going, like, ew. There's one girl that's like, I keep like, I feel like you keep pulling, saying these ones that are like things that I do. Are you really? Like, personally, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I played with my girlfriend when we were like at the beach. Yeah. And it was basically a, you know, when you're with someone, it's kind of like an agree to agree off. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of them, we were definitely, like, definitely. De- definitely we're on the same page. But then it's funny with that game with the red flag deal breaker cards. Then you come to the, it, it's not about, they're not all going to create discussion. Right. But when you get to one. Yeah. Then it becomes a thing. You're at ground zero. Yeah. Shit just fucking blew up. And everyone's got an opinion. Because. Everyone's, and then they go in different directions. You want, right. Because you, but sometimes you feel strongly about them and you're like, this is I can't believe this person. What is what could possibly make someone think differently about this than me? How could you be different than how right, I think? Yes. Yes. Well, did you ever wind up asking any of your friends about that fourteen or fifty-eight year old question? I did. That came up a lot, actually. Yeah. And everyone thought the fourteen person is crazy. Really? There was not one person who defended. Maybe it's because they listened to the podcast. <laughs> because I'm telling you. Um, People many are like, it's men, not old enough. Many men say 14. And maybe I maybe it's because I started asking this question way before the Me Too movement. Okay. But now um, they've all gone into hiding. Right. Now they've all gone into <laughs> hiding. It's no longer okay, which is a good thing. Yeah. But I will tell you, there are so many men who say who who've said that. Not me, me, said the flea. I, I, I'm not. That is a safe <laughs> answer, and um, it's also you could be hot at 58. I, I, I don't. I, I stand by that. Well, what if it's 78? I've seen a hot seventy-eight-year-old women. I can, I can ninety-eight. See it. I'll, listen, I'll change the, <laughs> I'll change the, the, the diaper, the diaper, the the pee bin. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll feed. I'll take out the teeth. Different type of blowjob. Right. Uh, let's move on. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, sir. Um, let's do. And on that note, what are we talking about today? Sarah? We're talking about texting in a relationship and the frequency Ooh. that it happens because I do think I think it's an interesting topic. How much are you texting with your dude? We, I mean, we live together. The jig is up. 
Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, over. Now it's yeah. now it's like, do you what are we get? Are we doing dinner together? Or sure. what? I mean, um, I think we're. I don't. I told you this. I'm not a. I I prefer to not text a ton during the day. I prefer a phone call if I'm yeah. not going to see. If I'm going to see someone later, I'm going to see someone and during like later in the day. I save all my conversations for that. Even if something funny mm. happens during the day, I prefer to just like. Use See, it for for a combo. I fuck myself because I'm so available over text. Like if I'm looking at my phone, I answer. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But when I want a break from the phone, I do get in this position where it's like, where are you? This is not like you. Right. Well, you've set a precedent. I've set a precedent. Precedent is, the, is a thing. Even thing. right now, I was just texting with Jess. Right. She's probably like, where and the then fuck are we you? We went to start the podcast. Yeah. And then her last text me I just saw was, I'm confused. So I'm like sitting, I'm like, well, goodbye. I got to go (laughs) do this with you. And I have no time to explain like we're doing the show. Like I'll be back in an hour. I don't know how she feels about that. I know that this is outside of my regular tech. Here's the thing everyone needs to understand about texting. Let's let's hear what everyone needs to know. I'll tell you right now. We all are more in touch with how we text than someone will lead you to believe. Like we know our own texting style. We know our own texting style. Right. Okay. And if someone, you 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 are what you is from minute one. Okay. If it changes, it changed. You something happened. Something happened. So don't live in a world where I get lots of DMs. Do you believe in bad texters? Um, I don't believe in you could be that much worse than me. Okay. I think we're ten percent of away for each other. There may be someone that's ten percent better. I thought than you're me. very on top of your text. Me, I am. Yeah. There might be someone that much better than me, but there might be someone that's ten percent worse than me. I don't think there's someone a hundred percent worse than me, unless they're like a mom. I feel even like, a mom. My mom mm. texts back. Oh, my I, mom never texts me back. Never. Well, you. But this, <laughs> the precedent has been yeah, set. Right. If all of a sudden your mom was on top of you with texts, you would go, "What's going on, mom?" Right. You know, yeah. like, what's the deal? Yeah. You need to work more. <laughs> yeah. Get back to work. Get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I, I just think, like, we want to sit here and believe that people live in the tail ends of life. Mm-hmm. They live in the fat curve of the uh, bell curve of the, of the, of the bell the curve. What the about in curve. the beginning of dating? I Are you texting live, up I, a storm in the beginning of dating? Normally? I live by the motto, text when you have something to say. Right. So that might be less than you than you want to. That might be less than you want to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just want to. If you're that's texting okay, though, to get a response, that means you don't feel comfortable in the relationship. You're not confident in what's going on. Right. So let it live on you. Don't put that on the well, other person. Every text in the beginning is kind of like a little bit of a like, well, send- what's going to happen? Yeah, like, but here's the thing. I've how never, is this going to be interpreted? I've like, never met a guy who's been like, yeah, I ended it because they texted too much. That's never the reason. Well, could they say they were just like too like into it too fast? Isn't that sort of the same thing? Just not with the... To with me, the, that's they were more into it and I just wanted to fuck. Right. Well, you know? that's like, what I'm saying. But they, that can be shown via like excessive but, texting. But hiding it, what is... You know, where are you getting yourself? There, I think there's something to be said of leaving a little mystery in the beginning of not constantly texting. Of course. But if you're saying to someone, hey, like some people are like, Oh, I had a day with a guy and then he didn't follow up the next day. All right. Maybe he didn't, you know, okay. Should I text something? 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You want to know how, hey, I had a great time last night. I just want to let you know. That's an okay thing to text. That's not going too far. That's right. you being a little bit vulnerable. People don't text that because they're like, well, I don't want to hear, get ghosted. Right. I don't want to. You know, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing back Getting ghosted is better than never trying. Absolutely. I think. Well, I, I, I tweeted this the other day. Like, everyone wants to talk about ghosters, but there's a percentage of people out there that are complaining about someone ghosting them that never tried to text them and see what's up. Right. I don't even consider that ghosting. No. Everyone considers I mean, like we think we've talked about this before, but I think ghosting is when you text someone and they don't respond. Yeah. If neither people, if, if no one texts each other, that's just a conversation that never happened. Never happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think all of us are afraid to hear the answers that we don't want. Yeah. Like, and we don't want to like prompt a, the answer. If I never texted my boyfriend again... And like he never texted me, I would be like, "That's someone probably that's like dead." I wouldn't consider that ghosting. No, you would. Well, you would <laughs> also be like, "Okay, I guess he wasn't into it." Right. Like, and he'd be thinking the same thing. I guess you know, if two people are sitting there, if going, no one cares enough to text, then means, no one cared about going out yeah, again. Right. But if someone has to care, don't have so much pride that you're like, "Well, I can't do that. I'm a lady, or I'm I'm a guy. I he she should text me. Thank you for the day." It's like. Get over yourself. Right. If you like, want to say something, just well, we have an email it. on the subject. Yeah, we do. She says, "Hey, dear Jer- uh, Jared, She's going for a new nickname. Some nicknames, so dear Jared Jer- and Jord. Does anyone call you Jer? I get Jer sometimes. Jer, Jer Bear. Uh, I love this podcast. <laughs> Who calls you that? I've had Jer Bear. I love this podcast. I got out of a five, a long-term five-year relationship last fall. Tried to date too soon. Had something for like three months. Got ghosted and gave up for a while." I was then referred to this podcast. Didn't take a lot. Yeah, okay. It's like I was then referred to like we're a doctor. Like, I got a prescription. I got something for you. I got a prescription from someone I was bitching to too much to <laughs> go listen to this podcast. We're here to help you out. I got two Jews who can help you out. Exactly. It's been an incredibly eye-opening and refreshing, and refreshing, and I have since told all of my friends, single or not, to listen. Thank you. Boom. Make it your Instagram story Tag right now. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Do it. Someone asked, requested we make that shirt. We'll think about it. I got <laughs> that shirt. Yeah. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Hashtag tag a bitch. Hashtag tab. You can give it to your kid to wear to recess. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am a 24-year-old female dating in the, in the good old Bay Area. I have been on several first and second dates over the last couple of months, which has made me c- become curious. What should my expectations be surrounding texting? I know that people don't really want to text someone on a regular basis when they've just started dating. But in the past, referred to above, I was I was oblivious to a guy always making up excuses for not texting me, saying he was too busy and other bullshit when he really just wasn't as into me as he was telling me he was when we got together in person. For context, I've been on three dates with a guy and it's great. We have not yet hooked up yet. I do not know uh, if that's relevant or not. Uh, we have a lot of chemistry talking and otherwise. So so far, we only uh, we only text to plan when we are going to see each other next and about Game of Thrones, LOL. At what point should I start expecting more? I don't want to come off as annoying by texting someone too much too soon, and I also don't want to give off a stage five clinger vibe by asking why he doesn't hit me up to ask about my day from time to time. The few times we've hung out, it, it has been great, and it's still very... It is still very early, but I don't want to fall for the same trap as I did in the past where I made excuses for a guy not texting me only to get ghosted three months down the line. What do you think? Sincerely. Can you hear me <laughs> yes. sighing? I can hear you breathe. You're, 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 you're <sighs> sure. Uh, oh, you fell into the booby trap. What are you? You're, you're a smart woman. Not trying to be clingy. Not trying to be ignored. You always think of that. Have you ever seen Fatal Attraction? No. 
there's like a very famous scene where Glenn Close is like she has an affair with this married guy. Okay. And um, he like stops answering her and she like shows up at his house with like the knife and she's Oh like, really? She goes, I'm not going to be ignored, Ben. <laughs> it's such a great movie for this podcast too. Sure. I it's just, such a great movie. You got you got to watch Fatal Attraction. You run this podcast. I, I, I know I'm missing right. out on like a classic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what the first thing she should do is stop believing that you got tricked and bamboozled <laughs> by this fucking three month dude. Yeah, no one's tricking you if they're not texting you enough and you want to be texted more. Hey, you, what's up? Yeah, you text them and if they continue to not text you in a normal fashion, you end it because they you you clearly want different things out of this. You communication style. I, communication I, styles don't match. I hate this because it's like someone is gonna like you. Like, you know, like <laughs> so, first of all, she's That's twenty-four. The ultimate dating advice, she's twenty-four. Yes. She's young. She was in a five-year relationship, uh, which, like, I'm not even gonna count three of those years because they were in high school and college or whatever. She, you know, the, you know, to me, the five-year relationship that started sophomore year of college, like. Okay, you had your parents' credit cards. Right, that's you know, not they, like a real... That's like a thing that you're in when you don't know who you are yet. Yeah, and you're learning about who you are. And also, to be perfectly honest, you had a crutch there to help you along. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, you know, hating on college relationships. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's things you're going to have to find out on your own. And one of them was in this three-month thing, this guy was like, yeah, I like you when he's with you. And then when he was apart, he wanted to date other chicks, too. Yeah. So that happened. Good luck. That you happens know. all the time. Happens it's all the thing. time. And when you hold your back from self back from texting, you're holding yourself back from being the person you are. You are what you is. Right. Okay. Someone's going to like that. With a certain level of a self-awareness. Of course. You got to, I think there, there is a sense like people can have two different texting styles. If you're texting and you're not feeling like you're getting like you're having like a conversation that feels like it's like flowing two ways. Yeah. And you keep going. You, that's like not OK. You got to have like some self-awareness about when the conversation is over. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and also you're texting if you're getting plans like, OK, you know, and you're talking about Game of Thrones. You are having the, the thing she's asking for is like somewhat. How, uh, how ridiculous. is your day? Text? How is your day? Like, no one gives a shit how anyone's day was. No, you're texting. How was your day to get to ask me on a fucking date? Right. To get yeah. to the thing you really want to say. So you're already getting the thing you actually want. Yeah. So what right. do you what information? And it's like we kind of fucked ourselves, our generation. Like my parents would talk to each other. What? Once a day. Right. Because what do we get to what call are we someone's doing? work phone? Yeah. What are we doing for dinner? Oh, you want to pick up this? You want to do this? You're going to cook that? Okay. See you later. Then they could talk to each other at the end of the day. We get this shit out through the course of a whole day. Right. We don't need that extraneous. No one needs to know that much about your day. No. One. And and it's something to talk about on a date if you really are looking forward to seeing someone. Right. And if something did happen on your day and you go, this was crazy. Then text it to them. Text it to them. Yeah. Nobody has been dumped for texting something that they had to say. They have right. been dumped for when saying, it's been like... For too many how's your days. Yeah. Well, how's actually. your day? Why don't you ever text me back? Well, it was for needing... Right. Sometimes text people are texting for validation. Yeah. I get it with DMs. I Someone DM me and I'll, go, and I'll just heart it and they'll go, oh, the heart? And I'll be like, yeah, I don't know you. Right. I had a, the only time that that I think texting is like an alarming thing is if you're texting the person and they're taking many many hours to text you back, 
then that is a different but that what is, is a different it about? question that's the other thing like hey how was your day and then at the end of the day they go it was like if from the beginning you write hey uh had a great time at, di- at dinner last night mm-hmm. then at the end of the day the guy's like listen it's been fucking crazy i'm just getting to this now um i had a great time too like you know right. what in thoughtful it's either, right. invested response sounds like i would say good signs are either immediate and not that detailed or or like delayed and enthusiastic yes absolutely totally fine and why are you here mm-hmm. why did you come to my door knocking did you like if someone came to your door and knocked and was like hey just wanted to check in you go Cool. I, I, I'm like trying to get ready for my. I got shit to do. Right. I don't have time. I don't to have, like formulate an impressive, but sarcastic yet interesting response to this text. Exactly. Like, right. do you need something? I like if someone came to the door right now and was like, "Hey, everybody!" I go, "Hey, um, yeah, we're doing the podcast. Right. Do you need something?" They go, "Well, no, I just want to check in." I go, "Yeah, we're okay. doing. Okay, cool. Um, I'll get back to you later." Like, I, I. But if they came to the door and was like, "Hey, everybody!" and you're like, "Hey." Do you know what you're doing Tuesday? I got right. these. I thought we. I'm free on Tuesday. If you want to get together, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, Tuesday. I can. I can't do Tuesday. Let's do Wednesday. Cool. I'll see you then. And then Podcast you see them time. then, right? That's the whole point of like seeing them then. Imagine you had a work meeting and someone kept trying to talk to you about like something that you were going to talk about yeah. during the work meeting. You'd be like, let's just talk about this at the time that I've reserved to talk about. Absolutely. It. And and it's also like it's also okay to be like today fucking sucks. Is everything cool on your end? To just yeah. get me out of my own day. That, that vulnerable, that's you being honest. Like th- those are nothing texts that are for something. And don't don't yeah, and don't text for a certain response, but also when you do text, make sure you're get like it's not just about like are they answering? It's more like are they saying something interesting? Are they prolonging is the conversation? Thoughtful. Is it a fun conversation? Not just like, did they answer? Yeah. And, and it's like, the other thing is when you, the only, we're saying two different things, but it's the same thing where you just said like, don't text to get an answer. If you're texting someone to get a date, I totally understand that like thought process. I'm going to check in. And at the end of this conversation, I want a date out of it. Yeah. If the date doesn't happen, there's something off. So yeah. So they, either stop texting time to them, back off. or you can ask them on a date and see what they say. Or if you don't want to do that, don't text them again. Yeah. I, I don't believe in like texting someone casually that about nothing more than a few times if there's no date being set up. Okay. Well, like if like right now, mm-hmm. Mike texts you as like, "Hey, what's going? What's happening today?" Would you be like? I'd be like, "I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. I'll see you later." Yeah. <laughs> well that's yeah. that's honest right. do you know what i mean like yeah. and if he wrote back yeah i'm just having the toughest day would yeah. you be like oh, well what happened 100 percent. yeah yeah that's the thing like the, don't just like you know what she's asking for is ve- is so vague that it makes her high maintenance <laughs> i don't think it makes her high maintenance she's just kind of like hey like i'm not in a, i'm not she's saying i've been in a relationship for a while i'm not skilled at reading like the, the clues mm-hmm. are things like are, is this normal for people nowadays are people like texting each other all mm-hmm. the time should it be should i be expect is it a bad sign if someone she like doesn't know what to to think of this yeah. is it a bad sign if someone's only like if i'm only speaking to someone on a date or is it or should it be more than that and if i think you, it's more like what do you want if you want to take if you want to speak to someone um to take this question back i guess if you want to speak to someone and you want to like hear about their day and you actually want to then like ask them yeah and it's 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 
what it's what am I getting at here? You know, what is the what what's my plan here? Like if you're texting, if you hey, how was your day? What's going on? I haven't heard from you in a while. If you've been two weeks of those texts, someone's avoiding right. asking you out. Yes, then they're not. Yeah, then to, you're not to going to be asked out again, yeah. right? Like you said, then it becomes this is weird. Yes. Then you can say something or not. Every time you think this is weird, it's weird. Remember that. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout there's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ but a very close second lumi whole body deodorant it's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I'll read this one. J&J, love the podcast. I've done all the necessary things to keep this podcast growing. That's what we... I think I possibly can. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can. We got, warrior, we got warriors out there. Love it. The, the, the U-uppers. This happened to me many years ago. But it still kind of haunts me to this day as this dude currently works with my husband. Da, da, da. Interesting. I like the way that sentence reads. This happened to me many years many ago, a- but it still haunts me to this day. The days of yore. <laughs> I'll keep this as brief as I can. 
met this guy at work. We decided to have a, uh, a hangout at his house. One thing led to another. We hooked up, but he couldn't keep it hard. Totally fine. We decided to try again a few weeks later after flirting heavily at work. I went over to his place again, and things went better this time. In the beginning, <laughs> while we were going at it in the shower, he started to get soft again. But instead of stopping and repositioning or me blowing him like I had been uh, been to keep him hard, he decided to just ram it in. He started bleeding as he'd torn his foreskin. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. He managed to stop the bleeding and thought we would be f- he would be fine. At work, I hadn't seen him for quite some time and thought he was avoiding me. Finally, one day I saw him and confronted him about it. He told me that he ended up having to get circumcised <laughs> because of the tear. Oh, my God. Holy shit. He's Moses. He's now he's a Jew. <laughs> now he's a Jew. We decided not to try again as I was convinced he was wouldn't be able to get hard again. And as a side note, I know a few other girls that hooked up with him and we decided he must have an issue down there. We all decided it's the worst, <laughs> worst nightmare. A bunch of girls yeah. got together and decided that you have sexual performance issues. The council has adjourned. <laughs> Your penis is flaccid. Good luck being a loser. With no foreskin. <laughs> To this day, this is the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me during sex. Okay, well, up compared to some of the other ones we've had, I can't wait to hear what name you guys give this. Uh, love you guys. Keep up the great work. The girl. So what do we? So this girl, this girl so, took off some skin. I okay. I, I call it the Moses because is, he got circumcised late in life. Oh yeah, <laughs> didn't he? I was think, that Abra- That was Abraham. Abraham is Sorry. that who it is? That was Fuck. Abraham. I was. That was why I was confused. Okay, okay. Abra- I called the Abraham. That was Abraham, the first Jew. He had to get circumcised. That's to be what a it Jew. is. I fu- Sorry, Jews. Yes. Uh, that's that's, that's okay. on me. Yeah, I would call that the Abraham making him get circumcised. I like it. Yeah, more you, less skin is more skin. Snip snip. Less what do you skin think? is foreskin. <laughs> less is foreskin. Do you have anything for this? <laughs> Less is foreskin. Less is foreskin. I like yeah. that. Um, can I tell you the truth? I've never been with a um, with a circumcised man. Ooh, an with uncircumcised. uncircumcised man. With an uncircumcised so I'll, man. I'll reference my podcast that I've had for mm-hmm. a long time. At one point, someone wrote in about seeing an uncircumcised penis. I hear it's daunting. They've it started a flood of emails. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an opinion, an opinion, and it's not that bad. It's shocking when it's are most hard. Ameri- most American males are circumcised. Are am circumcised. I making that? Am I in a bubble saying most that? Most American is that males true? are circumcised. Okay. Abroad, it's a different story. Right. When it's hard, it looks just a like regular, a hard, like a regular full, circumcised penis, full cock. Okay. When it's soft, it looks like an anteater. Right. So it's like just like a mushroom. It, it lo- no, no, the mushroom is more the hard penis that I would like a hush puppy. Hush puppy. Like with a hot dog covered in. No. Okay. What's a hush puppy? Like a hot dog with like a breaded casing around it. A corn dog. Is, is, that, it, a, is that the same thing? Might be the same. I don't know. I don't know anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> be like the most southern. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's called a hush puppy. The the soft uncircumcised penis would be shocking to a woman because it's the one you just don't see every day. Right. You know that's not the hard because ver- you guys when you see a penis it's at its last. It's at its, it's at its best. It's at its best. It's at its right. most presentable. Like I have like when you if seeing a penis soft there's good dick days and bad dick days. Really. Oh, yeah. The dick varies in like... It varies in size. Some days I'm like, Jared, 
<laughs> you are killing, killing it. it. You know, like, that's so funny. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, some I days it was the same. Like the no, whole. No, 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 no. Some days. So it really is like the boobs. Where like some days you're like, oh, absolutely. they're looking very like different. Girls go, wow. Yeah, that is a conversation girls are very comfortable having that guys are not. Where girls are like, look, like Jess all the time. Look how big my boobs are today. Right. And then I, I just assumed it was like a finger. Like it like stays the same size. No, I mean, no, I know no. it, gets it doesn't small. go up and down. I know it gets smaller when it like is not hard, but I assume like the, the lengths get the same amount. After I've come, that thing is going down to like, no, that's I know. a child's penis. I know that, that like yeah. a, when a penis gets soft, it gets smaller. But I mean, like, I didn't realize that like it, like when it, like when it's hard, there are days when it's harder than other days. That it's oh hard. yeah. Huh. I mean, we just talked about this on my podcast too, where there's, right. there's numbers for different boners. Mm-hmm. There's like a zero, oh, a right. one, a, seven, a two, a, a three and a four. I call it a half chub or a chub okay. full. You know, when guys send you dick pics, mm-hmm. the move is chub up. You got to, that's what they have fluffers in porn. Okay. But the move when you're sending a dick pic is to fluff the penis up so it's at a half chub so it looks like that's what you're walking around with. You're okay. walking around with penis is not right. the same it's not as, as your hard. sexual right. soft penis. Got it. It's okay. very different. So it's like uh, it's like the no makeup makeup look. Absolutely. Right. Like no makeup <laughs> penis. I mean, my, the worst penis is the pantsed penis. You ever see someone get pants or de pants some people call it oh, de pants yeah, okay. yeah. where someone comes up behind them and Just rips their pant, shorts right. off it's, it's most flaccid that's that's most flaccid it could be i used to do a joke about how it looks like it just woke up from a nap okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's funny. Just like, like a baby that just woke up yeah, yeah. the hair all tussled yeah, yeah. you know it's not okay. really presentable and that's the the least attractive penis right on the penis penis scale. is just you know when i'm working a good cock like when it looks right, I can walk around all day. I would walk around anything. I would walk around a city street. <laughs> but when it's when it's a bad penis day, when it's a small penis, I oh didn't man. realize that the that the half chub was the photogenic look. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the, the one that's that you want to put out that's there. The that's the aesthetic. Yeah, that's the Instagrammable pick. That's the one you want to really have. The shower is what it is. Right, because it's not trying too hard. Not trying too hard. I mean, there's some people. Listen, not, that's not to say there aren't. Huge penis out there that they could walk around anywhere they <laughs> a want. A lot of huge penises out there. There's apparently. huge. I mean, sometimes you see people like in locker rooms that you're like, I can't believe that guy's confident. Yeah. I can't believe that guy's not confident. You know, like right. just the range of penis that you see out there. But there's um, in terms of the circumcisions, it is very painful to get an adult circumcision. I would imagine he's put out like I would imagine that's general anesthetic type of deal like i yeah you can't just i think the healing process is still quite the from what i've heard how do you even bandage it i don't know like how do you that's pee? why they do it so young because it's for the jews anyway it's like an eight-day thing because that's just like the optimal they well the non-jews i think do it in the hospital like that's yeah. like their thing but i uh yeah the uncircumcised i had a friend i have a couple friends with uncircumcised penis um it's shocking for me to see, you know, like it's a, one of those things where I see, I like, like, it's and then sho- like, you can only imagine if well, you had to do something with well, it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. You guys have it worse in that case for seeing like, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> Run away. Ah! <laughs> you know, it's, what is that? You know, so I, I no, for me, cause it's for like a guy, it's not like I, you know, women have the luxury and the, the hell of being face to face with the beast. 
Like if you were with an ensemble, you would see it. You'd interact with it. I, <laughs> ask it how it's doing. Ask it how it's doing. I see it at a, just a flash of a glance. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, you can't linger too long. No, I'm not going up with with uh, like with a pointer, <laughs> right. lifting it up and putting yeah. it down. So yeah, well, I don't know. The penis is a. Uh, it's really yeah. Quite I mean, a thing. I would be okay with a guy told me that he had his circumcision as an adult. Would you go back? At, well, they, well, here's the thing. A guy like that who can't get it up, they say you're more sensitive when you have no foreskin. Oh, so you think that's part of part of the reason that he did it? Um, or maybe it, it helps him get tear. harder now. That could be part of it. Um, it would make him come quicker, I would think. Mm-hmm. It could be a curse. I don't know. I um, yeah, he'd have to be like uh, pretty pretty open. I I need to learn more. Red flag deal breaker. You hear that he's bleeding. He comes back. I got a circumcision, but I want to keep hanging out. Would you go back out with him? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. If he was like, if he came back, like, like all honest about it. If, but I think if I had to ask him, I might. Yeah. What's where you been? Trying to. Sorry, yeah. I had to chop my half my penis off. Exactly. I, I'm trying to think of the male equivalent would be, I guess, a boob reduction. A reduction. <laughs> like if, like if I, Some people have back pain, Jared. I, I listen. I don't <laughs> doubt that. I'm not hating on the boob reduction people. Right. So, you know, sometimes, it, you know, that's my favorite part of. Uh, but that doesn't really link bad. that much to like <laughs> sexual performance, really. No, unless you're doing titty fucking. Right. Like if I titty fucked a girl, she went home bleeding from the titty fuck. That like we had just You'd no. Probably feel bad. I'd be like, yeah. oh my god, I've done something. And then she was like, the reason I've been gone is I just got rid of those boobs i'd be like all right let's see the you know. yeah i think it'd be fine yeah let me see the re- refurbished right. pair yeah yeah i wouldn't have a problem but the abraham i'm trying to think of other names that i would have i think it's the less is more skin less is more skin is great yeah that's good if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and sea holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium Europe 
European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some emails. You ready? Okay. UUP um, at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. All right. Let's read this one. J&J, I'm about to move to a new city and in the spirit of getting a fresh start, I wanted to get your advice on two things I've always struggled with. They're both kind of related and I don't think you've ever fully covered either from a male perspective on this show before. Here we go. So here it goes. So how do I project confidence in my dating life so that my personality really shines through? I frequently find myself on dates in which I play a more passive role in the conversation or I find myself trying too hard to be accommodating and my own perspective gets lost in the process. Mm. These dates are pleasant, but that's about it. Uh, My lack of confidence in this area of my life is to the point where I regularly don't identify with Jared's perspective on a lot of issues you discuss on this show. I honestly am kind of astonished as to how so many others can be so sure of themselves in these social situations, but that seems to be the common denominator among most guys, and I just haven't cracked the code yet myself. I'm having trouble with the issue. He's saying, I think that you're saying, like, guys are, like, so confident. Like, you say that a lot. Like, they would never think think rejection is, like, real. Okay. They're never, like, they don't believe it, right? Sure. And I think this guy is saying, like, I don't relate to that at all. Like, I'm, like, Mm. very self-conscious, and I don't feel like I'm confident at all, and I always think rejection is real. That's what I'm taking from that. I could see that, too. Okay. To be clear, I have very high (laughs) 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 self-esteem. I know that I'm a handsome guy, though certainly not so much so that I'd be able to get away with being bland as hell. I'm in my mid-twenties and I have a cool job and I'm really passionate and a really passionate and enthusiastic person. I'm totally dateable and fun. I really believe that. And the strong relationships that I have with my friends suggest the same. However, something just gets lost in translation when I'm dating and I feel as though I frequently fail at being me in these situations. I'm not really sure what's driving this. This plays into my next question. It probably comes as no surprise that I'm also really bad at approaching women and lack confidence here too. While dating apps are a workaround for this, it's important to note that I have a specific lifestyle that's centered around my interests. What does that even mean? I'd imagine that I would be be most likely to meet somebody who I have a connection with and shares my interests in real life setting settings related to one of my passions but how do i do this correctly and confidently do women even like being approached to me from this from their perspective it seems exhausting to be constantly interrupted by dudes when you're just trying to live your life i'd love to hear your thoughts and advice here thanks so much for the podcast i've learned so much from you best zesty boy masquerading as a bland boy so what do you think i think i gotta ask you what you think right because I think I mean, there's a myth that women are constantly being approached by like creepy dudes all the time. I don't necessarily. Maybe that's because I give a little bit more of a fuck off vibe okay. than some other people. I don't know. Or I'm not. I'm not like the friendliest person. But I've or even from my friends or anyone I've encountered. I don't feel like women are just like constantly b- being bombarded with like. I also don't think women are really like 
annoyed by right. being approached in the in correct the way. way. Yeah. Right. Like there's I don't a, think they're like overly approached to the to this like swarming sensation that I think some guys think they are. Okay. One, I think that's like an over exaggeration even for like the hottest of sure. most beautiful women. Like that's just not something that's and constantly I think happening. Most girls give kind of a fuck off vibe. Like right. if girls are out with their friends, you know, girls dance with other girls. Mm-hmm. You guys literally have something to do that you can do together. You don't see guys yeah, a lot of the like, times like grinding with each other. Like, true. you know, like it's just like, you know, it seems like you guys are doing fine on your own. We can have a lot of fun going out with just each other. Absolutely. I mean, you that talk about the bachelorette party, right. do the girls hook up on a bachelor party. The guys who are single are there being like bloodthirsty. You know, like they're like, I'm away. I'm going to go find someone to fucking have one night stand with. You know, like, right. It doesn't seem like you guys definitely not that urgency. Yeah. Yeah. There. Um, But in terms of like, I agree with you. It depends on like the right way in the right context. What's the way that a guy should approach you at a bar? Like this guy's wondering, he's trying to say, what is, how does one plus one equal two? threatening, I think like, obviously it's a matter of attraction initially just like mm. both for both sides like if you're attracted to the person you're more likely to pay attention to what they're saying sure if you find that if you find what they're what that's what the that is a baseline that's yes. true for every single person i think the best ways to hit on someone in a bar is to not is to make it so it doesn't seem like you're hitting on them okay to make a like i think we've talked about this before to make a comment a general comment about the place that you're at or something sure. that's happening and sort of like See if talking they grab to them, onto but, that. right? See if because if they're interested, they'll respond. Yeah. I respond. This I'd place respond, is packed, right. and then right. you go. Yeah, that's I basically know, it's all crazy. you would need, right? Yeah, all you would need. This place is packed, right? Or there's nobody here. I find a great place to meet guys is on the bathroom line. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and it's. I feel like that's Man, that. I gotta that's take not. A shit. No, <laughs> no. Well, you're just like, I, or you. I can't believe the line is this long. Yeah, or something like that. If you say a comment, if someone, if someone is interested in the way that you look, generally, because they that's usually that the branch. first thing that I would answer. I'd be sure. like, I would try to come back with something to move the conversation along. Yeah. If I Who'd was just you come like, here with what's going I, on? Right. If I was just like, yup, then like that would be your <laughs> signal to stop. Get the fuck out. Right. But if I, I was like, uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, whatever like why like what brings you here no, here's no, some you know, simple something. hit on you questions yeah what you're saying is correct i think the the look how look how busy calling out the obvious of the place you're at it's a comment um it's they, just a comment to gauge if someone wants to reply to your comment exactly right. so they go so oh man this line's so long i know i i've been waiting here for three hours who are you here with that's a good question right what, where are you from that's a good question where what are you doing tonight is this the whole plan Right. These are open-ended questions that get someone talking. If they don't answer those open-endedly, they don't want to talk to you. Exactly. It's so, like, simple. I remember, I, I one time. Drove. And it doesn't even have to be at a bar. If you're, if you're, if your thing is like you really like, I don't know what's up. What do people have hobbies? Well, he these says days? that he has passions. He's very vague about that. I don't know what whatever the you're passionate about. You so know, you like about, music. You like concerts. Same like kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Let's say it's music. Oh, how have you been to a bunch of this person's concert? Right. Then they go, no, I'm actually here. They either say, no, that means don't want to talk to you. Yeah, that means I don't want to continue the conversation. Or no, and I'm actually here with friends who love this band. You know, that's an open end. Oh, really? Well, where are you guys all coming from? How do you know each other? And then it leads to more conversation. What we're telling you is that you should know. It's Go up to people. It's okay to fail. Right. And I think that's, I think 
that I don't when, I, when you say that like guys are so their egos are enormous and they don't believe that anyone wouldn't be interested in them. I don't think you necessarily I don't think you mean that like every guy thinks that every girl that they're no. approaching is going to be receptive and interested in. Him. Absolutely not. You're going to get turned down. That's the reality. Right. That's why guys are really good at getting turned down. They go, they've been getting turned down a lot because we're always expected to be the ones approaching. Right. That's what this guy's dealing with. He's like, I know that I should be out there approaching, but I don't think women want me doing that. I don't want to be that creepy guy. Right. It's like you don't have to be that creepy guy. Creepy is a thin line that you cross when you don't what, get, get the awareness. Messages. You don't yeah. get the message. As long as you know how to like read responses, you're never going to come off as creepy. The worst thing that someone would do is just, again, not not engage in a conversation with you. I'll also say this. We all have good days and bad days. We're not on all the time. I remember one time I went on a bachelor party to Austin. We got a boat on Lake Travis. We're all on the bachelor party boat. And like it was like 10 dudes. And then across the water, we see all these women. And I literally was like, I had a good amount of drinks in me to be lively and personable. Not too many that I was just fucked up. Right. I looked at them. I was like, get on over here. And the girls were like, they no. all kind of look at each other and they go, sure. Oh, okay. the whole group came over. They came to the top of our boat. We had a bunch of booze. We started, you know, taking shots. I started talking to the girl. I'm like, where are you guys from? How do we know each other? And I was kind of like being the ringleader. I'm not that right. way all the time. Yeah. My friends who were married. They were like, we don't have the energy. We don't want to fucking do this shit. I don't want to be the one calling girls over. Right. I was single. I'm like, come on over. I'm like, where are you guys from? How do you guys know each other? And then I'm like, one girl had one of those bathing suits with the the strings that come down the front. Mm -hmm. So I kept calling her the ultimate warrior. Okay. And like, you know, playful right. nicknames, not, you know, making fun of her, but make, you know, ball busting. It was fun. And they were into it. Right. There is, that doesn't happen all the time. Right. You are going to fail more than you will not fail. And I can tell you that as like a person who's been part of that, that group of girls being either like heckled or talked to sure. or if it's creepy, it's heckling. If it's not, it's, it's, it's cool. It's the cool group, fun looking group of guys. For sure. Um, and a lot of the time it has nothing even to do with the person who's like asking. It just depends on the mood of the group or like what they're totally. in the majority. It's at the end of the night or they t are we are kind of like over this or is it like we're all in a, in a rowdier like, what I what I know for sure is that there's a lot of people that write into this show that would love to be approached in some 100%. way. So, yeah. you, so what you have to do is you have to trust in the in the numbers <laughs> that are out there. You're going to get turned down, but there's people out there that want to be spoken to and are out to meet people. Right. And it's not going to work out every time, but there'll be a few times it does. And those will be fun, crazy moments that you're like, you're doing it. He says, I'm not, con you know, I'm not confident. He says, he says, I have very high self-esteem. And then he goes, it comes and then he comes back with, I have a lack of confidence to approach women. That's all of us. We right. all think we're pretty great people who don't want to embarrass ourselves. Yeah. So like, I totally understand the perspective he comes from, but the way to show yourself is to be willing to fail. That's the common theme to both. And the more you do today. it, the less like. The, the less like scary the failure will be and the more positive reactions you'll get to have evidence of like, oh, that will like that wasn't so bad. Yeah. That like turned out fine. You what you begin to find out is that people very few people find someone by not putting themselves out there. Right. And he says like he's got passions. He's got this. He hangs out around his passions. 
Then you have built-in conversation. That should be even better. That's why in college it's a, it feels so much easier to talk to girls than it did out of college because you could be like, you all, you all knew the hub and you knew the, right, you know, you the, know the dorm same people rooms and you and knew those, and who are you friends with. And it was a little bit safety because of the bubble of college. Right. And you got out of the bubble and you're like, well, now you know New York City or Austin or Chicago or L.A. So those are your commonalities. So you're, when you go to an event that has something to do with your passion that you, that you like, that's a bubble of your, of your, of your interests. I agree Those are that. things to talk about. Now so, you know what to do. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do another. Let's you ready? Let's do another one. I'm ready. I went on a date with this guy. I met on an app and I thought it went amazingly well. Got drinks, turned us into bar hopping and spending five hours together. We had a lot in common. He laughed at all my jokes, was smiling, so engaged the entire time. I really thought we hit it off. I went back to his apartment. We made out. He didn't do anything to initiate sex during it, by the way. When he dropped me off at the train, I said I actually had a fun time tonight. Where he responded something, I think it was great, was, I think it was, I guess we can hang out again. But it was super unenthusiastic. I'm cloudy on what he actually said because I was a little drunk. Uh, so we'll just take it as he wasn't as enthusiastic as she right. would have She was like, it was, I had a really good time. And he was like, yeah, maybe we'll hang out again. I just know it was off-putting and didn't match my enthusiasm. I thought that was the end for sure. He texted me later to say, saying to let him know when I got home and that he hoped I had a good time. That's enthusiastic. Okay. I responded that I did. He texted early in the morning saying he did too. Then started a conversation, which he took many hours to respond. Then started a conversation, which he took many hours to respond and then just stopped responding. The conversation wasn't long at all. Also, this was four days ago, just so you know the time frame. I'm extremely confused as to why I got ghosted. How are you ghosted? We need to decide on go- right? the definition of ghosted, right? He stopped responding at the end of a conversation. Yeah, and you didn't. F- he didn't fuck you and then disappear completely. Right. Like, if this is ghosting, I'm ghosting my mom right now. Yeah, that's just like not when I'm if I'm not constantly texting you, that means I ghosted you. I think that's weird. He's even stopped watching my Snapchat stories. <gasps> uh oh. <laughs> yes, it's summer, and I know guys like to fuck around during this time of year. But we had such a great date, and I really thought he'd want to hang out again. I'd go as far to say as this was the best first date I'd ever had. Wow. If you could provide some insight as to why I got ghosted, that would ex- be extremely helpful. I'm newly back on the dating scene and just really don't know what to expect from young professional guys in the city confused as fuck. What do you think? Um, I think she's emotionally masturbated this thing into like a, a movie. And I think this can happen sometimes. Sometimes there's a thing on dates where one person thinks the date went really well mm-hmm. and the other person had a just okay time. Mm-hmm. And the person who had a really good time has no clue that the other person has one dating many other people. Yeah. And two thought it was like just an average date for them. Just because something's an amazing date for you doesn't mean it's universally amazing. She's gotten ahead of herself positively and negatively. Right. This has been one date. The goal of a first date is to meet someone to have a good time. You did that. The now the goal is a second date. Right. You've given up on that goal because of one conversation. This isn't ghosting. You could you can text him yeah. and say, Hey, how's your week going? How's your week going? I had a great time. I'd love to do it again. Let me know when you're free. Boom. There's the text. Yeah. And then, and then if he, he makes a plan. If he doesn't answer that, that's ghosting. Game over. Right. But again, like 
I think if he doesn't answer that, you don't have to be like bewildered by the phenomenon that has happened here. Like <laughs> sometimes everything is also like compared. I think people go on, people go on these dates and they're only looking at it from their perspective. Like maybe you haven't been on a good date in a while and this was a good date for you. Sure. Maybe this guy's been on like four really great dates this week. It's like maybe, the bachelor. Like, maybe he's seen <laughs> someone and it's kind of been ending. And so we went on a date. And now he's might get back with that person. Right. You have no idea what's going on in the other end of that conversation. That's why it's so important to judge whether you you said it was a great time. Great. That's the pinnacle right. of dates for you. That's what you're looking for in a partner. That's what you're looking for in a time. Just because it was one time doesn't mean this is who you're with forever. Right. You only hear about the best first date ever on the wedding day when some chick is telling, uh, and she told me she knew when. Right. You know, it's like it's all part of the story that we want to like build up into this. And so I'm saying she's like four yeah. steps ahead with this guy. And after probably after he at the end of the day, she was like, this is going to be like my next boyfriend. This yeah. was the best date ever. And like it's funny. It's funny because like I don't really I'm not watching The Bachelor this season, but I usually watch. And that's sort of the essence of how every person on The Bachelor or The yeah. Bachelorette feels. Every person thinks they're going to win. Every person thinks they have a connection with this person. And after and one maybe day. they Right. And maybe they do. But there's so many other people. Yes. Like you could have like it's so it's it's not that hard mm-hmm. to have a good connection with many people and not choose them for for so many reasons. And totally. it's usually it's not about anything that you did or anything that is wrong. Maybe you are a good match. Maybe there's a better match for them somewhere else. Yeah. And and also like here's what happens a lot. Uh, dates that are like uh, matches lighting. The, a first date can be like a match lighting. Right. It just explodes into flames and then dies out. So, um, your tr- the sec the problem for this dude is you guys spent five hours together and you guys didn't fuck. He didn't try to uh, initiate anything sexually, but he probably got the vibe that this isn't wasn't where it was going. He probably got the vibe that you were having such a good time that he's like, this could get real. Right, she's go gonna to get super clingy. Day. Like yeah. if I sleep with her now, like I'm in this. I'm for a in lot. this or. Since I didn't sleep with her now, I've lost the the boat has left the fucking shipyard. Mm-hmm. And now we got to go on a second date where it's now I'm saying that I'm as into it as she was on the first date. Right. And that's what I would think if I were her. And you yeah. asked me on a second date. Like, so those are that's also at play. Right. There's so many things that are like so many factors and all these things that to take things personally is like very easy to do. And it's usually it's nothing. And I think there's so many tendencies to be like, well, what could I have done differently on nothing. that date? And the answer is absolutely nothing. And the answer is that like. You did everything right. Actually, yeah. you went on a date, had fun, walked away being like felt good about the experience. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that the person, the other person didn't feel good about the experience either. But that was one experience that says that you should text and say, hey, right. I want to do that again. And there's a tendency, I think, to feel if the person isn't like automatically like on top of it and seems super into it that like, oh, am I like delusional? Yeah. That I thought that <laughs> am I delusional that I thought that we had a really great time or like am I like the reality is you, you actually don't, don't even know, know that person yet. You have no idea who they are. And everyone can have one good day. Everyone. Everyone you meet on a daily basis could be fun one night. That's true. But are they going to be fun the second night? Do they want to be fun a second night, a third night? Are they fun to even hang out on the couch with? Yeah. You don't know. And maybe you thought it was a great day because this person had something specific that you're really looking for and you really liked, but that doesn't mean that person is looking for someone exactly like I you. I have had this date many times with many people. Where they think it's a great date and you don't and think I, it's a great I, date? I thought it was great too, but I didn't want, uh, I was like, 
But I was like, I don't see us being long term. Right. Like, and, what and, makes them? What makes you think it's not long term? Like, what's a factor? Yeah, as an example. I could have been just really attracted and just not up for. I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I wish I had a better answer than that. Mm-hmm. Like I've just, but I've been on. Dates I think where that's like, what we wonder because it's like, yeah, like you had. It seems like you had a great time, and then like there's, and then you text after. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, well, like what, what was missing? Nothing. The I want to just keep doing that with new people. I'm in the place right now right. where I'm like. Yeah, that was fun. We made out, hot makeout, but yeah. it's like it's very hard to take yourself out of your own perspective. I think in all of these things. Yeah, and I I feel bad because it's like it's like dating around when we used to talk about that show. Sure, bunch of those dates went well. Yeah, that's what that guy and and you could. I know someone with a funny joke where they're like, every joke uh, they they were talking about dating and like how like they're they're like uh, they're like I'm a narcissist because after every date. I think it's Drew Michael. Drew Michael has an HBO special, but he has a great joke where it's like um, he um, he's like, of course it was great. I was there. Right. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of that in every dating experience. So like where you like, well, did I just have fun because I'm fun mm-hmm. or did right. I have fun because this person made it more fun for me? Right. Enhanced my own intrinsic funness. Yeah. You know, so and that sounds shitty, but listen, we're all the star of our own movie. That's we true. all believe that, you know, everyone else is a bit player in our big feature film. And that's not the reality. Right. The reality is that most people are dating many people and sometimes connections are stronger with others or yeah. they're just not interested in that. Or they wanted to fuck and they didn't. And they were like, OK, on to the next Tinder right. swipe that could maybe fuck. Which in, in that case was great for you because you didn't have sex with them. So now you don't feel attached and you can move on. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play um, some games. Let's do it. All right. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Huge fan. I live in LA and this actually happened to me. Would love to have this featured on your segment, Red Flag or Deal Breaker. For your third date, they make you watch the romance movie they wrote, directed, and started and then force you to critique it after. (laughs) This is very LA, I think. Most LA thing. Also, to have their own movie that they wrote, directed, and started. Who loves themselves? This guy. Who was... What what is this? Disaster movie? (laughs) This is hilarious. What would you do? Um... How was the movie? 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. What if it's like, what if it's like, great. What if it's like a really well-known movie? Oh, I mean, if the movie is like Like, Avengers. Yeah, what if it's (laughs) Avengers? The movie's Avengers. I'm like. They bring you back to their theater that they have in their home. They must, right. What if it's like some indie movie that you like actually like, I think is more realistic. I think it's a little self-centered and narcissistic totally on the third on the third date. Sounds date. like an awful person, right? I would so be out. That's probably why I'd Deal be breaker. out. But like, if it, honestly, if it was like a great movie and I like respected like the filmmaking of that movie, the more realistic thing, if, right. it, if that's the case, and you googled the person, and then afterwards you were like, "Hey, I watched the movie. I just want to let you know it was fucking great." Right. That's like the red flag deal breaker that makes sense to me would be like, we go on a date. They Google me. They go and read something that I wrote. And then they go, I just want to let you know a couple critiques. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. I'd be like, get the fuck away from right. me. Yeah, I actually saw you just stand up there. And I thought <laughs> yeah. this joke would have been better with uh, this well, ending. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice to meet you. Gotta go. Right, yeah. Yeah, the other side of it haunts me more. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but if, if someone did that, I'd be out because I'd be like, so I have to come back. Where do we watch this? Now I have homework. Yeah. And also like, how honest could I ever be? You put your whole life savings into this shit. Right. And also like you take your, I think that's someone who takes himself very seriously. Very. Like, and I do understand, like, listen, I, I'm, have you ever brought someone back and made them listen to a bit that you were working on? No, I would never do that. But one time I went on dates with this girl that I was like, I don't think she's like, she almost what I don't need someone to be like a fucking cheerleader, but I also need to someone to under, like I, I'm doing something very specific, very different than maybe someone you've already met before. Um, I could understand that someone would meet me and go a comedian and not and not know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like not know who I, I don't mean that in the sense that anyone would know who I am. I'm saying I think there's a possibility that someone in the world might not know. M- of course, my name. more people don't know me than know me. Right. Um, but to some people, stand up is there's Seinfeld and then nobody. Right. To some people. I, yeah. I understand that sentiment. They're yeah. Like, if you have like a vague knowledge of stand-up comedy, then that's. You either of, are yeah. Seinfeld or you are a poor person out in the streets right. with nothing. Yeah. So that's to some people, they look at it that way. They don't see a middle class. I think a lot of people probably. Of course. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I would totally understand. But so when I went on a date with this the couple dates with this girl, comedy would come up and she would like talk about it like I was like. Yeah, good for you. You're trying something. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Like, right. this is what I literally have put my whole life into. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't need her to like. I get. I, we would get that with like the Instagram getting be like. So like, what do you? What do you? What are your real job? Like, what do you oh, do? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. You get that all. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Like so. <laughs> so what do you do, do, you do, do for money? Do you do this full time? Do you do this full time? Right, yeah, I get that. Do you do this full time? Was actually like a question that like I could understand. Mm-hmm. The just the idea that like I've gone on dates with this girl. Like this is what she knows right. I do for a full time job, and then she would just be like. Yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of cute, like, whatever. And then, so we ended up, I was like, I'm going to be out. I just don't really feel this. Mm -hmm. And she actually kept in touch, but I was, like, pretty apparent that I wasn't into it anymore, that I was just like, this is over. Then I get a text that she wants to come to a, she's actually coming to a show. I have my friends in town. We want to come to the cellar. I know this is weird to ask, but can you help us? I see you're on the lineup. Is there any way you can help us get a reservation because they're sold out? Okay. And I go, yeah, I'll help out. What? Of course. I don't, you know, this is after we had right. nothing had happened. Okay. She comes and then I go up and I have my, you know, I was hosting. I had a good show. 
It was a fine show. Right. And then kind of like didn't like I got her the tickets. She didn't say thank you. She didn't come up to say she hi. She was like, thanks. That was cool. You know, and then like never like said like, hey, it was great. Like I'd never seen you perform before. That was awesome. Like right. even if I didn't believe it, I would say that. Yeah. You know, I. I like a politeness thing. Also, right. the yeah. person who got me ticket. Hey, we loved it. Thank right. you so much. Yeah. Not even that. It was just cool. Yo, thanks for getting us in. And I was like, all right, there's something else. Right. Here. What are you, a promoter? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? Right. And to me, like, you know, I've heard this before from other people. It's like, I know when I'm being laughed at and I'm being laughed with. I know when someone's being supportive and not being supportive. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a I mean, this one seems pretty blatant. Pretty blatant. Yeah. So I, there is that middle ground of like, that I would need from someone to be right. like, hey, you know, like compliment sandwich. Hey, you know, yeah, because I, it, I had a great a time, but part this of, one joke, I didn't really get what you were going for. I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's a big part of what you do. It's my life. Yeah. You know, like, this is like, this is it. Mm-hmm. So. And your girlfriend. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Told you that. That goes back to our old conversation. Yeah. Insert romantic comment here. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There you go. Let's do another. All right. They tell their mom and dad. Um, every argument you get into. Um, it's a red flag. I'm fine with it. As long as the family doesn't get involved. So as long as you don't know. If she was like, yeah, if my girlfriend was like, yeah, I tell my mom about every argument we get into. I go, yeah, okay, cool. What if she was like, and she hates and you. She's like, and then she was or, like, and she hates you. Right. Or my, or my mom thinks that you should have done this. Maybe not. She hates you. Cause that's, or I would go, well, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I, as long as I can disagree and have a human to human conversation where it's like, no, but I see it a different way. Okay. I think you can disagree with someone and still like a person. That's funny. Um, but like, or my, my dad really actually thinks that you were being rude in that. This actually that came that, up. That, that was I think, a rude comment. I think, I think it came up with the first class thing. Oh, really? Where I got bumped up to first class and I was like, goodbye. And I then that. I think she told her mom, like, I think she told her mom, if I'm remembering this correctly, that that happened. She was like, how could he? And I was like, well, that's how I do it. <laughs> like, that's, uh, I wish you, know. you, I mean, we had Jax on this podcast. I wish you watched Vanderpump Rules because. I heard. I got a lot of messages about that. That's essentially what he says to her. I mean, like, he was terrible. He, like, cheated on her. Sure. Of all the issues. Terrible, horrible person. The dad's like, well, like, you're... Now they're engaged, and the dad's like, so are you going to treat, like... I assume, like, you're going to step up, and, like, you're going to, like, treat Brittany, like, the way that she deserves to be treated. This is Jax, a former guest on this podcast. Yes. Okay. And the dad says this to to him, and he's like, yeah, for sure, but, like, you know, I'm always going to be looking out for me first. (laughs) Hey, that's uh, Uh, not the way. I don't think your dad wants. If I was a dad, I wouldn't want to hear that. Mm. Red flag deal breaker for you. I feel like this is for that one. No, for this one. one. Um, I don't like that. No, especially yeah. So you get in a fight with your boyfriend, and then he goes, "Well, my mom said that you're kind of like you should be this way." I'll be like, "I didn't ask you to tell your like this isn't none of your mom's business." But I tell her every, you know, like this is, I just wanted to let her know. You, you want to let her, well, I'm like, well, then you can discuss it with her and not tell me about the, <laughs> about the discussion that you guys had. Keep your discussions with, yeah, you know. Keep those discussions over there. Right. 
Unless it's like an authorized professional, like you spoke to a therapist sure. about this and here's the therapist input. I don't need your like parents input on our discussion. I wouldn't tell him. I speak about our fights. I tell everyone about our fights. Yeah. I tell a lot of people. I mean, not everyone. So if you're listening, I don't tell everyone. I don't tell everyone, but I tell like I talk to my friends about fights or I talk to like of my. Of course. I have friends know, that I go to with fights. Yeah. I talk, like, I talk to my therapist about all of our fights and like I will tell some. I'll tell him if there's a constructive point that's brought up in that that. Well, I think a lot of people talk to anyone about fights just to do the "Am I crazy?" check. Right. Yeah. yeah well, am I crazy in this one? Right. And then the Was friends that- go, "Yeah, I would take it." Like I, I have certain friends I would bring that to. There's some I, I just wouldn't trust. Yeah. With. And I mean, again, I have a professional therapist that I sometimes discuss our fights with, and if he brings up a point that I think is interesting, I'll tell him about that. Okay. But I'm not. But it, I'm not. That that's not me telling him. This is what my po- mom thinks about this. What if the this? point the therapist brings up is one where it makes you lose? I'll still tell him. You'll tell him. Yeah, t- that's healthy. No, that's actually mo- when I'm most likely to tell him because I'll come back to him and I'll be like, so like I talked about this and like I was, I think that like, and, and I kind of, he kind of helped me realize that like when I bring up issues that I have when I'm blackout with you, maybe I don't get the <laughs> response that I want. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I can, maybe I get a better response if I brought up the issue at a different time. Sure. Right. So. <laughs> Maybe you were right to not bring this up. They're usually seven a little more complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 insights that I get, but you know what I mean. I get it. Yeah, a well, last one. Oh, Maybe, we got one yeah, more. Yeah, one more. All right, let's do it. You notice the third time you've hung out that their phone background is a screenshot of you that they took when you were FaceTiming. The third time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, that's a deal breaker. What if it's the sixth time? What if it's before you're official? Deal breaker. Any time before that. What if three months? Uh, no convo deal breaker i'd be like what what are we doing i i would be surprised. they'd be like oh it's so funny like i just want everyone to know that we i i would be like well, it would be like one of those things i'd be like you're way more into this than i am right now like you're way ahead of me that you're so much farther ahead of me that i must be crazy right so we gotta get you know figure this out hmm. how about you I think three months if it seemed like it was like we were basically together, but we're not. What's yours now? Now it's a picture of us in Iceland. That's you together? Yeah. But I've been dating for like over a I'm year and a half. I'm wondering if you are that person. Like where I would do it in three months? No. No, I'm wondering if you're that person that does it at all. Some people would be like, I don't. What do you mean? So let's change the red flag deal breaker to. If I'm that person who does what? That makes the background of their phone a picture of them with their boyfriend. Um. Some people would be like, I don't. Why I mean, do I, I don't care. He doesn't have it of me. I don't care. It's no, like no, a, no. I, it's for me. It's like I had another picture on before that. Yeah. Like my nieces. And it was cute. But red flag deal breaker. They are like, where's the picture of us on the back of the phone? I have mine. Shouldn't that's you have a yours? big red flag. It's I would big. never say that to him. I would never be like, where's well, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it probably used to be like that with the Facebook profile picture. Sure. You know, like my. My pictures Mine's of yeah. us. You Why wouldn't yours be of us? Right. Is there someone I don't know about? Like, like that's <laughs> where it kind of leads to. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think, is there someone I don't know about? I just think like, is that's not. No, I know. You if want. you were asking that question, right. it would lead. That's what I would think. Someone would ask that. Right. Why. Yeah. The reason they would get into that argument would be yeah. like, because I don't trust you otherwise. But no, for me, I'm like, I mean, I don't really care. It's like, I like the picture and that's why I have it on because I like it. And um, I did know. make her picture come up on my phone. Like I when she her. calls? Yeah. 
That's like the lowest common denominator of commitment. <laughs> is that, is that you put her name, you saved her name under I her real it was name. Nice. Yeah. You changed her name from girl I met at the bar. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> well, I, I included her last name yeah, it's not, in my contact. It's not just Teddy McGarnacle. <laughs> <laughs> Did, yeah, no, I had this. I like this picture. Tinny McFuck Queen got changed to a real name. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that he doesn't have his 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 picture? No. Okay. I don't think it's weird. I think it's more the asking, like, "Where's my picture?" Right. I think everything should be. It should be because you want to do it. It's like anything it. that yeah. you want to do. That's exactly. what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. when you say, like, you know, they put their. But when they want to do it, three months in after no. Right. It's like that's weird that you want to do it. Yeah. Why do you? You don't have a, like we're now not, we're right. already there. I, I'm that me- I'm that meaningful in your life. Yeah, you like... don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where are your friends? Yeah, because it's just, it's like them having a framed picture of you in their home. It's yeah, fucking weird. it's a little much. What do you think is worse? The phone. I look at my phone thousands of times a day. It's true. The framed picture. I'm like, I got. I don't know. That's that takes like work. That you don't like a phone. Everything's easy to do. Right. Maybe the framed picture is worse. The frame picture, you got to like go to Michael's. Yeah. You got to get <laughs> a frame. You have to print out the picture. Yeah. Like that to me is like, you know, what's the movie? It's uh fatal attraction. Fatal attraction yeah. That's shit. fucking weird. Weird. Yeah. weird. Um, it's like in the office when Michael's like, uh, he, <laughs> he puts his face, he puts his face over the picture of her, the ex-husband and the dad. <laughs> the ski trip. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> episode. Anyway, that's our episode. That's it. That was fun great time as always and you know what else is going to be a great time the live shows the live shows we have announced it it is here the time has come here we are we're coming nationally to a city by you you should get tickets because they're going to sell out so and to make sure you be there to make sure you don't miss out if you want to get those pre-sale tickets before we put out a link this is the only time we're going to give you Betches.co slash UUP tour. Use promo code UUP live. UUP live. That's all caps. UUP live. And that's our episode. That's our episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.